So glad you're here today for Entrust, Equipping Leaders, because today we're traveling to Latvia. Get ready for stories and insights from Mo Blackman and Lazma Ozma, a Canadian and a Latvian, with hearts bigger than the entire Atlantic Ocean. So welcome back to Entrust Equipping Leaders. I'm Lori, and today I have some amazing guests who I love very much. Mo Blackman in Canada and Lasma Ashma. No, so you say your name for us, could you please? Lasma Ashma. <laughs> okay, that's it. My Latvian is not very good. Mo's is very good and Lasma's is the best. Lasma in, in Latvia. And uh, we're going to hear quite a bit about your work together and your ministry in Latvia together. But beginning, it's always nice to start with a story. And I've heard, Asma, you have quite a story about how God uh, gave you the name for the Equipping Women training in Latvia before it had even really started. Can you tell us how that all happened? Yeah, it was in 2014. Um I was in a church, and uh, in that time, I had three sons, and the little one was nine months old, and um, they were uh, leader of women's ministry in Latvian Baptist Union, Livia Gudinja, and she was in our church, in my local church in Ventspils, and she talked um, in our service, and uh, I was uh, feeding the Yanis and I didn't uh, hear much uh, what she told, uh, but uh, God uh, some half year put in my heart two words, woman to woman. And I was home with kids and I actually didn't know how I could serve, but I was very tired to be at home because kids were very sick all the time. And I wanted to, uh, to be somewhere to do something to get out of this circle but I didn't know what uh, how can I be helpful and useful for God but uh, there were two words woman to woman and when Livia talked she talked something about some training program and I didn't hear very good that part uh, but in a end of uh, her speech she said this training would be something similar as woman to woman and that was okay this is for me I don't know what is it <laughs> but this is for me <laughs> and so after service I went to her and said Livia sorry I didn't hear all what you said could you repeat some some things <laughs> but you said very very specific two words what is meaningful for me and I would love to involve in this and so yes and after some years um, when I finished the training and started to, to minister as hub coordinator, this uh, name, woman to woman. Um, it is as in trust, but in Latvia it is woman to woman, yeah. <laughs> so it's like the Lord had put that kind of a name into your heart before you ever heard Livia say that same kind of yeah. a name. And, and how do you say that in Latvian, woman to woman? Uh -huh. And what's the difference? The two words sound a little different. Why is that? It is uh, 
one woman to another woman. How beautiful that God put that in your heart when you were a young mom with a baby and busy. <laughs> I love it, Lasma. Well, let's go back. Let's back up then. We, we Somehow this happened in 20, 2014. Your early years, the two of you are colleagues and sisters in Christ now, but you grew up on two sides of an ocean, uh, low in Flin Flon, Manitoba in Canada. And Lasma, did you grow up in Ventspils? Yes. Let's contrast your two, the towns you each grew up in and kind of what your early years were like, the two of you. Yeah, I, um, I was thinking about how I grew up and how that was similar or different to Ventspils. For Lasma. So I grew up in a town that was very remote, that was basically at the end of the highway, surrounded by water and rugged nature. And I thought, well, that's so interesting because in some ways, Ventspils is at the end of the highway. You know, you can't go further west in Latvia till you, it's surrounded by water, but Baltic Sea compared to many lakes for me and beautiful nature. The small town I grew up in, Linflon, uh, had some Christian churches, which at that time, some of them uh, were small and struggling. But uh, around the time that I was being evangelized, there was a bit of a revival in our town. So I'm not sure how that compares with the spiritual life in Ventspils. I grew up completely outside the church. Um, I was a latchkey kid, kind of on my own since I was about 13, taking care of myself and my dad, just the two of us lived together as my parents' marriage broke down at that time. And uh, so I was quite a keener. I was looking for affirmation at school and at the swimming pool. I just got involved there. And I was a quiet leader and organizer in my family and school and at the swimming pool from early on. So how about you, Lasma? One quick question, Mo. You said you were quite a keener. I think that might be a Canadian slang oh. term. What does that mean? <laughs> That's right. It is. Um, just wanting to do the best, wanting to, you know, I got good grades. I always signed up to volunteer for things. I was a teacher's pet. Uh -huh. There we go. You know, sometimes Canadian English and yeah. U.S. English have some differences, too. So we may hit a few That's of those true. words. Yeah, so how about what was childhood like for you, Lassen? Um, Wenspils uh, is, yes, port city by Baltic Sea. And in 1980s, it was um, very, hmm, the place where nobody wanted to come because there were many port city, uh, port uh, companies and the air was very toxic. Um. And... Uh, all was very like gray and um, my dad said that when I was some two years ago in uh, two years old in summer all leaves from trees fell down because of this air yeah it was very uh yeah very not so yeah nice place to be but in 20 years uh, when spills become as um, very tidy and very oriented to families, uh, quite silent. We have some 30,000 people in Wenspils, but it, it is quite a silent place, a nice place to be and to live. And there are woods and um, 
uh, river and sea and uh, yeah I, I really love my my city and we have some also Christian churches and they all were in those all those years uh, but uh, yeah I was also that kind of person what you most said uh, a keeper, keeper. <laughs> keeper. yeah yeah, it is very similar with us, <laughs> yes. Our uh, city is more like, um, hmm, how to say it, a um, place uh, where come all from Latvia to rest. It is like resort and something like this, yes. I was just thinking when you grew up there, you were growing up in the Soviet times in Ventspils. Yes, but I really don't. Uh, I I don't uh, know that. I was too small. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was uh, born in uh, nineteen eighty-five, so I was quite small too. <laughs> yes, yeah, so you were just a young child when when the Soviet Union sort of came apart, and and Latvia became an independent country. Then you were still uh, just maybe what five or six years old, maybe. Yeah, when I was six years, then Latvia went free from Soviet, so I don't remember very many things from Soviet times. Sure. And, and Mo, too, you being in northern Canada, I mean, northern Manitoba, you were way far north. I, I think you've talked about your most of your life had to do with snow and ice, right? <laughs> Quite <laughs> like a lot of it. <laughs> most of the fun things you did or even your ways of travel. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, I, I drove a skidoo before I learned to drive a car. I drove a skidoo as well as I rode my bike in the summertime. And yeah, loved ice fishing and um, being on the lakes in the summer and winter. When I was small, we had more like difference from summer to spring and autumn and winter all was very specific. Um, but now uh, we have more similar all those seasons. Yeah, we don't have like very hot summer and very cold and long winter. What was in my childhood when you knew that snow would be three months at least, yes, now. You never know. You there can be uh, years when snow is one week. A lot of things have changed, but let's go on to the two of you. Uh, when so after all this growing up in these various far away parts from each other, when and how did you two first meet each other? I'm pretty sure it was in 2014 at the very first training. The very first yeah. training offered in Latvia, and Lasma was there. She was a participant. Yeah. So what training was that? Who was leading it? And uh, how, what, where was it held within Latvia? Well, that was um, the very first training. And, uh, and I was helping. I was working together with Livia, the head of the uh, women's ministry that Lasma mentioned earlier. Uh, she and I organized it and uh, Sherry and Corey facilitated it. Yeah, it was in a fall in 2014, and it occurred in a Latvian Baptist Union house in center of Riga. Well, how did this come about in the first place? Suddenly there's a training happening in 2014 in Riga. 
That's a much longer good story, but um, I have been involved. I had taken in trust training courses myself. Um, first one back in 2002. And then many years went by and I took another course that was offered in Latvia called Walking with Christ, which is an amazing discipleship training. And, uh, and then I was involved with some women offering that Walking with Christ discipleship course in Southeast Latvia in the place where I was living called Latgale, that part of Latvia. And I loved it. And then I, I, um, the Lord brought me back to Canada together with my husband. Long story short, I ended up joining in trust as staff and um, seeing the, the depth and breadth of all the training we offered. And then I started to long that we could offer this in Latvia. So in 2012 and 13, I met with Livia and the Board of Women's Ministry and cast the vision for this training of what could be possible in Latvia. Now, um, when you say Livia was part of the Board of Women's Ministry, what, what board are we talking about there? It was the board of uh, the Latvian Baptist Church nationwide. Yeah, so... Um, so cast the vision for a couple of years for this training and, um, and they, they prayed and considered it and, and then said, yes, let's, let's try it and see, see how this works. So then we were able to offer the first training in fall of 2014. And in the beginning, uh, this training was offered in English. Um, and so that meant only those who had a, a pretty good working knowledge of English could take the training, resulting in generally younger women taking the training, which was also a, a gift from God. So Lasma, when you had started thinking about that concept of woman to woman, you hadn't even heard about this training at all yet. Is that right? No, no, I really didn't know. And uh, my English also wasn't very good, but I... I had this concept so deep in my heart that I know I needed to be here that I thought, oh, I will try. And when I took first time uh, this um, book in my hands and facilitation, what is that? <laughs> I didn't hear this word. <laughs> I like um, make an exam in English and I don't know this word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, step by step, but I didn't know anything about this, um, about entrust or this training or models or something like that. And, and that word facilitation, of course, that's not one you learn for your state exam in English anywhere <laughs> in the world, probably. So, I mean, that whole concept is very core to what entrust is all about, facilitated learning rather than teacher-student models. Was that just how did you feel about that? How did that fit into your understanding of how how women or how, how people learn? I didn't have any spiritual education and that also was one point what I really wanted. I wanted to something to learn in uh, grow spiritually. And uh, but that concept was new for me to learn through relationships because everywhere where you were uh, school or some seminars or conferences always was this teacher and uh, yeah learner yeah method so it was very new for me 
and new for everyone in Latvia, I would guess, right? I mean, did you think this will never work here? Or yes, I can see how it could work. Or I mean, what were your thoughts about that concept? Um, I'm uh, leading a small group and uh, once we just talked about school and some teachers and I was surprised that like everybody have some trauma from some teachers, especially sports, music or uh, swimming teacher, <laughs> some, something said or yeah, somehow. So um, it is a very specific, maybe not now, now our new, new yeah, generations, but in time when I learned and previous learn, there were very, very specific way as, yeah, as we learned when you are nothing, you know nothing and teacher is all and uh, yeah, and they can impact you very, very strictly. There was another interesting hesitation um, when I was first casting the vision for the training that um, the leader of women's ministry at that time, she thought it might go too slowly because we focus on training leaders and um, one training module basically covers six months with all the preparation that the women do ahead of time on their own. And then we come together for six long days and then we do a lot of follow-up. And she thought that that's too slow. We need more training more quickly. But I reminded her that um, this had worked well in, in uh, Eastern Europe and in Russia and other parts of the world for 40 years. And it really was a, a method that worked well to train the leaders first who would then become more mature and healthy and able to disciple others. And so she, yeah, trusted that, okay, let's try this. And it, it really has turned out that way. In Latvia, um, what is the, either of you can really speak to this, what is the religious culture of Latvia? And, and then what is sort of the culture among women who are Christians? However you might describe those things. Uh, we have like uh, after dates, uh, many Christians, because they sometime were baptized in Lutheran church, but uh, really they don't have relationships with Jesus. So mostly part from those uh, statistic dates, just our numbers and not believers, but there are as Lutherans and Catholic churches and uh, Methodist church and Baptist churches. So there are Christians, but uh, the part of them also are just, um, yeah, children baptized or, or people who are coming to church once in a year or twice in a year. But my circle, I would say the woman who I know, and that is mostly in Baptist churches, but also in different congregations, they are very active. They want to involve, they want to serve, they want to do something to somewhere belong. It is also very um very important thing. They want to belong somewhere and to grow somewhere. But uh, where I would say mostly don't have um, like spiritual education. I don't know, is it uh, correct words in English? But it is like uh, very rare part 
something learned about God's word or spiritual things very, very rare. We don't have like the very much Christian schools or something like that. I'm also curious if Latvian women form real trusting relationships or is it hard for them to form such relationships? Is it a relational culture amongst the women in particular? I guess my in my experience, um, Latvians are a little more reserved uh, than, than we would be in Canada and a lot more reserved than our American counterparts. Um, and so it, it might take time, that might take years for um, people to trust one another enough to open up very deeply. But then when people do trust you, then the relationship can go very deep and, uh, and meaningful and from the heart. And yeah, so that is something I, I really love and value about the Latvian culture, just the ability to, to have deep, meaningful relationships. Yeah, and just to go back to the training, that's <clears throat> one of many reasons why I feel addicted to offering these, this type of leadership training, because just the way that God shows up in our, in our midst, um, he allows people to open up and to trust really quickly, unusually quickly. Um, women that meet each other for three days after three days. And I hear this year after year in our, our first module that we offer that they say, I can't believe I'm sharing this. I can't believe I'm telling you this and trusting you when I've known you three days. But that's mm -hmm. just the beauty of, of Jesus in our midst and a real humble, trusting atmosphere that, that develops. One other thing I've seen both in Latvia and in Canada in the ministry here is that um, we as facilitators, when we offer the courses, we try and be vulnerable and open ourselves. We're on the same level at the foot of the cross. And um, so we try and share very honestly about our own pains and struggles and failures and things that we're still learning. And I think that that can kind of prepare the ground for, for deeper sharing and that, yeah, that I don't need to be ashamed of the things that I, I don't have perfect and the things I'm really struggling with. It shows that we're here to learn and we're all here to learn and grow and there's no shame in making mistakes. That's how we grow. Yeah, and that would be different than what, Lasma, you were saying, how people had these traumatic stories about teachers of music or sports that, you know, when the teacher knows everything and assumes the student knows nothing and the teacher is the authority and there's, that's, can, be, can cause some pain sometimes, whereas this approach, the leader really comes in as a, as a co-learner, same level. I don't have all the answers. I'm not smarter than you are and uh, Lasma, you said that there hasn't been a lot of what you called spiritual education for maybe anyone women or men in Latvia I don't know but um just both of you what was what were you what you were dreaming of Lasma? you had a thought before you ever met Mo and and started this training and Mo you had this thought of you wanted to bring this kind of training um what would you say was the need that existed that you felt was there 
that this vision could could meet in some way? Well, one thing that um, I heard again and again, both in Latvia when I lived there about 20 years, as well as everywhere else I've I've lived, is um, I, you know, if I'm leading a Bible study or sharing a devotional <clears throat> from God's word, you know, other people might say, oh, oh, that was so good, but I could never do that. And I thought, yes, you can. Yes, you can. And God made you to serve him and he gave you gifts and skills and abilities. And you were made to do this, um, not just the leaders, but everyone. And so that that was a real longing and hunger in me to see every woman, every person really, set free to be who they are in Christ and to offer their gifts and service so other people can also get to know Jesus and grow spiritually. Yeah, I just have this gap that my heart is for women, but I didn't understand in what way is it I'm a mom, maybe for something for moms, maybe I'm a wife, maybe somehow sport wives, new wives, or yeah, I, I really didn't know what is this? And uh, actually in that period, I was very dry in my relationship with Jesus. I didn't read the Bible. I, I couldn't understand when I can do that. I don't have time. I have three kids and my husband was very busy in church and in work. And uh, so, yeah, I just want to do something, but really didn't know what. And um, I would say that uh, and trust training FRL in 2014 for me was uh, again coming to Jesus, my my coming back, my coming back to Jesus, because I loved so much that uh, uh, God's word, I started to love the God's word from like from zero. And uh, when I prepared in summer to this uh, training, I read uh, Walking with Christ. And I took it as my silent time, what I didn't had so long time. And I, it was just a breath. <gasps> Wow, give me more, give me more. That is so refreshing for me. So um, I started to think that maybe it is not support for moms. Maybe it is not uh, for wives, but my starting point need to be God's word. And I think that is a core thing for all and trusts models. Also in my local church, the women's uh, serve to the Lord do worry many good things like uh yeah many many beautiful things but in some point i felt that uh where is jesus in that uh do we need him uh this is just good works yes but it could do also without a very close relationship with jesus so i think my very deep thirsts were for him for relationships with him and I think that was a beautiful way how to start up some ministries and some things what we did with a woman um, but start with the base in basic start with a relationship with him time with him God's word and prayer
Because actually, I was really afraid that that training would be some American program. And <laughs> what is only for them in those uh, churches and those big churches and uh, that that wouldn't be about God's word, but more about some methods and something like that. And I was so happy that after first weekend, I just came back and uh, I started a like Bible group with women and just, okay, I can use all this. So nice <laughs> that it is not something which you can do after four years or no, you can do that after some days. And that was very, very nice for me. <laughs> I mean, that's a good thing to mention because it's not like, like, so Mo said, Livia wanted something that went faster. And Mo, you're saying it actually, the whole process takes several years, but you didn't need several years before you could begin mm. to use some of what you had learned. Yeah, yeah. After this first weekend in Thursday, I just uh, came to my small group and said, okay, I will use some things what I learned in previous weekends. So that was very encouraging. So how do we fit that together? Like you can apply something very quickly and it's really, you can use it even if wherever you are. At the same time, like Mo said, the whole in trust thinking the process is quite long. How do we uh, kind of put those two thoughts together in what this training system is all about? Well, we, we offer four different modules that actually build on one another so that women are learning how to facilitate a small group where women can interact with God and with each other. And so those principles are, yeah, ready to put into place right away like Lasma did after a few days with her small group. And then uh, we typically give the women take a year now and put all those principles into practice. So then they do that. And then if they're able to, if their um, season of life allows them to study again, then we look at deeper issues of the heart and uh, what it means to live a holy life and to root your identity in Jesus and looking deeper into our hearts and the life story to see where God has been active. That's the second module. And and then we right away, you know, take another year to put that into practice and to, you know, sort out things in your life and see where God is and help other women figure out how to really um, root their identity and what the Bible says about them. And, and on and on. The third course is how to study the Bible from the Bible. And so it, each module offers different skills to put into practice, but continues to build on offering women practice in doing these things and facilitating a Bible study and in um, learning from scripture and talking with other women about hard things and how to sort that out and, and then how to build a team eventually. So all the skills are available right away, but um, the whole process of uh, four different modules offered over at least four years can give just a super in-depth uh, wide training in in all kinds of ways to minister in your your church and community. I would say that uh, yes, you receive the skills or knowledge is what you can already to use, but uh, it is very helpful that you have like a year or half a year when you can reflect things, uh, try things, and look in your local church or place or whenever you are using that 
you can a little bit reflect on them to understand them and try maybe differently what works uh, better. But if I receive this uh, faster, I couldn't. I think I would be so full with information, with things that in one point I couldn't understand. Okay, what can I use from this? This is so rich <laughs> and I want to think about more about those things. So I think uh, the way one course in a year, it's very, very good. Lazma Asma of Latvia and Mo Blackman of Canada. Watching God bring together a women's equipping ministry that's spreading across Latvia and even beyond. Something only God could do. Join us next time for another story and more lessons from Lazma and Mo. And please be sure to subscribe to and share this podcast with people like you who want to grow deep in Christ and joyfully walk with others into maturity in Him. Thank you.